0: Above our valley, the skies roil and tumult with the storms left as the bequest of the days before exclusion. Even in the dead of night, our clouds scintillate with brief flashes, casting a glow onto the earth below, just as the stars are said to have done in the age of clear skies. Here in the bitter watches dim light elucidates the slender, gangly form of Andrew Snidge, hunched away from the rest of our survivors and whispering surreptitiously into a small canvas bag.
1: Mom! Hey, Mom, wake up, it's me! I brought you a present! Huh? Oh, uh, sorry, you got something covering your eyes? I'll let me just get that for you. Oh,
2: easy there!
1: Looks like the thing covering your eyes is your scalp. Ew. Shh, 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 shh. mom. If you wake somebody up, we'll be in big trouble. Look, I brought you a boot. Would you like to chew on it to pass the time? You don't understand a word I'm saying, do you? I bet you'd come to your senses for Nathan.
0: Um, Nathan. Help
1: Nathan. Yes, 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 you did help Nathan, huh? You saved him from the crash. You're a good mom. Uh, You're not... Oh, Andrew!
0: Why did you wake me up?
1: Because I miss you when you're in a ravenous trance.
0: Andrew, I'm sorry. I'm just hungry and
1: so hungry, I can't think. I hate... I know, th- Mom. Just hang in there, okay? I mean, being hungry makes everyone a little scatterbrained. Brain? No, no brain. B- but soon, Mom, soon we'll be back home and you'll feel good as new. I found some nice people from the lightning rig to help us get back to the city.
0: The lightning rig? Nathan, up there, he he tried to...
1: What? Oh well. So why did he tried to kill you with a shovel up on the rig? Uh, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Don't cry. I'm sure he was just scared. He thought you were dead, right?
0: Andrew, I want you to sedate me again. I can't focus, and the hunger.
1: I can feel my mind slipping. But can't you just just think about something else? I mean, you're a severed head, so uh, technically, you, you don't need to eat anything. Hey, let's tell each other jokes to pass the time, all start Put me back to sleep. Shh, okay, okay, okay. Just wanted some company, that's all. Lightning riggers are getting mean because they think I've been stealing supplies. I mean, I have, but, but only medicine for you. Oh, what's the big... Ah! Okay, Mom, just hold still. Good night, mom. I love you. Well, guess I'm gonna have to borrow a few more syringes before too long. <sighs> no time like the present, I guess. <gasps> Oh, where did he run off to? Oh, If I hadn't lost my stupid flashlight, this <coughs>
2: quiet. You, you remember me? Mm-hmm. Then you remember what I did to those rigs. Mm-hmm. You're much easier to break than a rig, so when I take my hand away, I know you're going to be nice and quiet, right? Mm-hmm. All right then. Nice and quiet. What did I just say? What?
1: Your knee is in my groin.
2: Oh. (sighs) Sorry, get up.
1: I think I'll just lie here for a second. Nathan Rourke.
2: How long have you been stealing from our camp? Ever since Neil Henderson started putting idiots on guard duty. Now what are you doing chasing after me? I'm on guard duty. Well, there it is. Nathan, you gotta stop.
1: They think I've been stealing supplies. You
2: have been stealing supplies. How'd you know that? It's called reconnaissance. And don't feel bad, everyone's been stealing supplies. What? Well, everyone except Henderson. It's an interesting little microcosm of society.
1: Wait, I don't believe you. You're a liar,
2: Nathan Rourke, and you're just trying to confuse me and turn me against the guys so that I don't tell Neil. Well, it seems like something I would do. Here's the thing, though. I don't need to lie to you, Smidge. Snidge. I don't need to play games with you, Smidge. Because out here I hold all the cards. Cards are a game. Oh, it's a metaphor. What I'm saying is there's no one to protect you. You're an associate of Neil Henderson, an enemy of the company. And out here, I am the company.
1: I always thought... Company meant more than one person. Like how Dr. West said to me one time, Andrew, I'm having
2: company for dinner. Go wait in the closet. Well, that's...
1: Best night of my life.
2: Really miserable. Okay, shut up. Wait. What are you hiding there? Oh, Smidge, you brought me a present. No, Mom. What? Let go of my bag. You call your bag, Mom? Just give it. (laughs) <laughs> no! Oh, it's heavy! Did you steal a shank of wolf meat, you sneaky little devil? Nathan, lay down that bag or so, Help me! <laughs> What'll you do, Smidge? Cry? Why's that? drop it! Oh, looks like Henderson isn't the only big man on the tundra. But before you embarrass yourself, let me just show you what's in my bag. What is that? You've never seen one? Dozens of them rained down when the rigs crashed. This very piece saved me from a pack of wild dogs. Engineers call a length of metal like this rebar, short for reinforcing bar.
1: What is it reinforced?
2: Compliance. Now I think you owe me an apology, big guy.
1: All right, Nathan. I- I'm sorry. I yelled at you. Now. Pl- Please, give
2: me my bag. Mmm, what'll you give me for it?
1: Come on, just give me my bag. I'll bring you all of my food tomorrow, I promise.
2: Yeah, no deal.
1: Nathan, why can't you just be a nice person? Uh,
2: I'm not a bad person. I'm just a smart guy in a world that values mindless sheep. What's a sheep? Metaphor. Right. And anyway, what the hell is so important in here? Medicine? Don't open it! Back off! Done playing snitch. Next time you get the sharp end.
1: Nathan, please. You said it yourself, you're not a bad person. I'm begging you, please do not open that bag. Nathan, I'm sorry. What is this? It's... your mom. But don't, don't worry, she's still alive, sort of. She just seems dead because I've been injecting her head with painkillers to keep her sedated. Let me just put her back in the bag before she wakes up. (coughs) Ah! Nathan, stop, don't touch it. You have no right. It. It is my mom! You have no right!
2: You're gonna pay for that?
1: I don't wanna fight you! Not in front
2: of. Mom! Mom? That's my mom! My mom! Mine! My mom! That's That's my mom. Mom. I'm sorry. Nathan ah! Nathan My mother's severed head is calling my name. Of course. It's cold outside, and I need to head home. (laughs) Head, head home.
0: And so we leave you, dear Policies, as a silent witness to the brutal realities of life outside of our fair city. Beaten, broken, and left for dead, Andrew's singular hope rests in the metaphorical hands of Elizabeth Rourke. Will she find him in time? Can her love for the lad overcome her bestial hunger? Or is Elizabeth doomed to complete the ghastly work of her estranged son, Think on their plight, dear policies, as a lesson in corporate compliance. Remember, the company cannot watch over you if you hide in the shadows of self-interest. Stay sharp, do your part, and join us again next time as the story of Our Fair City continues.
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.